Hey everyone, Cody Larson here, and if you enjoy this very special Score On Air NBA trade deadline show, be sure to check out our other shows on the Score On Air network. Be sure to stay locked in right to the Score On Air podcast network and catch our future shows. We will be discussing everything from hockey to baseball to upcoming podcasts about sports movies. Once again, thanks for listening to the NBA trade deadline special show on the Score On Air podcast network the new generation of sports talk. Without further ado, here is Seth, Caleb, Logan, and I talking all things NBA. Do we meet the players that are on new teams now? We should. Definitely. So, 1A, 1B, the biggest trades of the day so far, for sure. D'Angelo Russell being traded to the Timberwolves from the Warriors. The Timberwolves giving up Andrew Wiggins and two draft picks, which seems kind of interesting to me. How little Minnesota seemed to give up. Right. So, what do you guys think about this trade? Just. Well, I'll say I think D'Angelo Russell will be a good fit in Minnesota. Um, I know him and Carl Anthony Towns are are good friends, so I think that when they come together and play on the court, they're going to gel together pretty well. Um, I think they are sitting out of the playoff picture right now. Yes. They yes. have lost yes. 13 in a row. Yes. yes. Um, but Anthony Towns hasn't won a game that he's played in since November. Nice. Yes. Um, but I'd say with a dynamic player like Russell coming in, um, they could start making a push here in the second half of the season. I, um, I agree with you in the sense that I think that Russell, I... I, since he was traded to the Timberwolves, have done some research and realized that, yeah, he and Carl Anthony Towns have had good te- have had chemistry in the past, which is something that, excuse me, I know Towns and Wiggins have struggled with over the years, and I think it'll be good. I think it's good for both players, actually, because Russell will get to play with a guy who he's used to playing with, and for a while, I think I would say they're definitely out of the playoff picture for this year, I think. Maybe next year they can look ahead if Russell decides to stick around, and that could be good. And Wiggins, he's played with the Timberwolves his whole career. He was drafted one year before Carl Anthony Towns was, and Carl Anthony Towns has been kind of become the face of the franchise, and Andrew Wiggins has always been what you might consider a sidekick, even though he was also a number one draft pick in the 2014 draft as well as Carl Anthony Towns for the 2015 draft. Right. So it'll be interesting to see him in a new environment. A winning environment, too. A winning yeah. environment. Even though the Warriors are last in the league for right now, that will that will change next year when yeah. Steph Curry comes back and Clay Thompson and now Wiggins and you know, Steve Kerr will be will be coaching and I'm curious to see how he'll do in that environment, a new environment, without uh Without Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you. I think uh, I, I think Wiggins is what makes this trade a win. Uh, he's a. I, I, I think if, I think he's still a star. I think he's still going to be a star. People say sidekick. Well, you know, he's averaging 22.4. You know, 22 points a game. I just right. say he's getting good, he's getting good minutes. Uh, it, no, I was just saying as, as yeah. far as there's a lot of people that feel you. I think it makes it because there's, there's something about D'Angelo Russell when you're when you're bouncing around like a basketball, literally, as far as your career goes. Right. That says to me you're not that valuable of an asset. What girl do you want? The one that everyone's had to turn at, or the one you've been begging for? You know, the one that the one that seems no one can get to her. Can I have both? Yeah. 
Well, if that's your prerogative. So, so the, to me, nothing against Caesar Russell. He's got tons of talent. Had great years at uh, the Ohio State University, as everyone likes to uh, say it around these parts. But it says something to me: the fact that he always is bouncing around. Is that just because he's, you know, is is that sometimes I wonder, is that a personnel issue? Are you, you know, is it? I think Brooklyn was more That's, of like, hey, oh, we, we, they know they were getting Kyrie and they just couldn't keep Russell, so it was like, right. and then the Lakers, it was like, the Lakers had no idea what they were doing. The Lakers, yeah, that that that, that yeah. was a that was a front that was a management mistake, and I'll agree with, and I I know you mentioned uh, the whole Wiggins had 23 points a game, and I agree with that, and I I'm not saying he's not a great player, mm-hmm. but it's just people don't focus on him. Kind of the same issue with. Kevin Durant last year on the Warriors, he was having a great season last year, but people weren't really focused on that. Just like I don't think many people would know that Wiggins is averaging 23 points a game because it's all about Carl Anthony Towns. Like the Timberwolves are his team, and I think Wiggins just – He's the face of the franchise. He's just kind of there doing his thing, not getting the credit he probably deserves. You know, Caleb, I I have to agree to that. It's it's not often that that Loganity is corrected in some way or another, but by God, you just dropped it here on our first show together. Because you're right as far as as Wiggins is kind of that name in the background kind of floating. He's kind of a a shadow, if you will, as far as uh, a lack of – Star player, not that he's not a star, but no one, he's not what is marketed as your franchise's Abs- face. Yeah, so you're, you're correct in that, Caleb. I'll tell you, uh, Cody, this new guy, I'll tell you, we got to cut it rookie. out. All right, <clears throat> Seth, uh, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Because I know you gave the Golden State perspective a whole lot, so give, so give me the other side here. I come mean, on, come on, yeah, that's a know, win for that, Minnesota that, that, because they get rid of Wiggins' contract, which is probably one of the worst. Definitely, yeah. yeah. See, I don't, I don't think it's a win for Minnesota. I, I, I that's here's a Loganity take for you. Here's a Loganity take, boys and girls. Wiggins, I don't think is, I don't think is hit. I, I think, I think his best years are in front of him. I think his best years are in front of him. I, I do. And you, you're going to Golden State. You're going to Golden State. Do you not Golden State? Look, this has been a quagmire of cluster muck for Golden State this year. They're going to get it back together. They might get it back together in the second half of this year, depending on when everybody gets back. But they certainly, barring another calamity of injuries, will uh, will get it back together next year. That's, that, that's dangerous with a capital D, folks. See, I'm going to disagree with you here, Logan. That's, that's fine. Ever since, I'm not going to knock Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is a great player. I mean, he's obviously in the league and starting on teams for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But... Ever since he was in college, coming into the NBA draft, and when he said, uh, specifically, he didn't want to go to the Cleveland Cavs, he just hasn't proven himself as he just hasn't proven himself as good as what I think he should be. And he's been in the league about what five years now, mm-hmm. six years yeah. now, yeah, give or take. Uh, so is it fourteen? So yeah, I mean, you got yeah. So you got people like look at Trey Young in his second year, and he's just lighting it up. Yeah. I mean, the dude can shoot. His team's twelve and four. Yes. So let's... Yes, but you, I think they only have. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Later. I think everyone on their team is under the age of thirty, so they got a, a young team. I just true. don't get the team at all. But we'll talk about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk that later. <laughs> um, but I mean, Andrew Wiggins going to Golden State. He with Steve Kerr being they're coaching him i think that he's going to develop a little bit more than what he did in minnesota but it'll it'll just 
like all these trades that are going on, it'll just be interesting to see how all the players mesh with their new teams. I wholeheartedly agree. It's a TBD, but I, but that's what I love is Wiggins going to a curb, you know, a great coach. You know, it's it's often like we've we've talked about here in, in Cleveland and Ohio. We've talked about forever. What if LeBron James had a legit, I mean, huge name coach? What kind of impact could he have had? Right. So I think giving Wiggins a Kerr who is who is damn good, folks. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's going to help him develop, and I think he's going to buy into that system more. Because sometimes it's not about what's being said; it's how you're sold. Right. And I, I think he'll get sold the right way, and I think we'll see the best of Wiggins. I really do. Yeah, and we have two more big trades that I really want to talk about, and we're going to talk about those trades coming up next after this break. Mm-hmm. You are listening to the unnamed. NBA why trade we, deadline show. Why don't we just call this the, the score on air trade deadline special? Hey, the uh, the score on air NBA trade deadline special. And there it is. And Potentially to become a regular show. Maybe we'll see if the boss likes it enough. Hambino, yep. you were just in the room. You're not anymore. But oh, holy yeah. ham vanity! If you like it enough, he's maybe. missing out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So we have two trades that I want to hit on when we come back. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about the NBA as a whole, and we're gonna do the All Star Draft, our own All Star Draft. We're excited. We'll be right back after this quick break. And welcome back to the Score and Air NBA Trade Deadline Special here. Uh, Cody Larson here, Logan, Seth, Caleb here. Just hit on the D'Angelo Russell trade, Andrew Wiggins trade. And now the next trade we should hit on. Do you guys want to talk about the surprise trade? Do you want to talk about that one or do you want to talk about the other one? All right, so this, one of the more surprising trades I can remember in recent NBA memory we all knew Andre Drummond was going to get traded, but we didn't know it was going to be to the division rival Cleveland Cavaliers, and that the Cavaliers would only give up Brandon Knight, who's on an expiring contract, and John Henson, who's on an expiring contract, and a second-round pick. That's it. In my opinion, it would have been no different if the Pistons would have just kept Drummond and given him up in free agency over the summer I just, based on what they got for him. I don't get the trade for the Cavs at all. I really don't. Like, what's their end game here? Well, I think with that we got to move on from Tristan Thompson yeah. and Kevin Love. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that uh, they didn't get rid of Tristan Thompson, especially since they got Drummond. They don't necessarily need Tristan Thompson anymore. They have a good big man, a better big man, and I don't know. And I know there was talk about Tristan Thompson being traded, so I'm Is surprised that they. All right, I'm gonna just throw it out there. Are we sure uh, Andre Drummond's better than Tristan Thompson? Uh, yeah. I, I believe it. Uh, yeah, Tristan, I'm not. Tristan, I'm not Tom, Tristan Thompson is. I mean, he's a workhorse. He's gonna do all the little things to help. Mm-hmm. But Drummond shows up on the stat line, on the stat lines uh, that matters. Yeah. When it comes down to games, he can get you, you know, twenty. 25 plus points a game yeah. um, at night, grabbing 10, minimum 10 rebounds oh, 10. a game. Right. Minimum like 15. Yeah. And Tristan Thompson is just kind of sitting there getting about 10 and 10 a game. So, yeah. I, as a Cavs fan, I'm happy with it. It's not huge or significant or something that's going to completely change their season around. Right. But I just think we kind of needed something different. Along with, I mean, we got the three young guards up front and the new coach. We got to find something that works. Yeah. I mean, we're only sitting dead last in the East, so. 
Hey, the Warriors and the Cavs fighting for again for the number one spot. Isn't that funny how that I mean, yeah. the, Cav- the Cavs are, I think, only half a game back from the Hawks, so they aren't technically dead last in the East, but they are last, they might as well. which they shouldn't be. <laughs> you, you know, uh, again, I might have had to put Seth in the pin of the box to reference this to be a cross check. Uh, did did he not hear my? Did he not? Did he not hear my Kevin Love? I was, I was thinking that as soon as you said that, but. But I got I got to tell you the numbers this year bear you out to be right about about Drummond versus Thompson. Seth uh, Thompson, to my knowledge, is averaging just over 11 points a game. Drummond, last I looked, is about somewhere in the neighborhood of 18. 17.3 yeah. to be exact. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 17, 18. See, and uh, look, and uh, Tristan Thompson, you're right, does stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet, and that's important. But I feel like, man, and this is purely speculation on my part, and I love to do that. Uh, that's my thing. I kind of love to I love I love to reach. Reckless like, speculation. Huh? Reckless <laughs> speculation. I feel like Tristan Thompson's kind of mentally checked out of Cleveland. I feel I feel like it's kind of like uh, you know, especially this this works for Tristan. Yeah. Uh, the the grass is uh, he thinks is greener somewhere else. You know, like you know he he's always had a bit of a wondering eye. That's right. I just referenced yeah. his personal <laughs> life, folks. Hi. Well, the uh, um, the fact that he sat out that he didn't play on Monday against the Knicks and. I didn't see any report about him being hurt or anything. Yeah, he's hurt. Like, he is hurt? It's like a leg injury, I think. A, leg like a injury. minor leg injury. Okay, because yeah. I, I remember finding out on Monday that he wasn't playing, and I looked up for articles, and I couldn't find a legit article that said why he wasn't playing. And going to Drummond, I think that, you know, we talk about his rebounding abilities and his points. We talk about his offense overall, which I agree, offense offensive stats will always be hit number one priority, ask Rudy Gobert. Mm. But I think Andre Drummond is very underrated in terms of defensively. This is a guy who who is top who is towards the top in the league in both steals and blocks per game. He he is he gets it done on the defensive end and he's joining a very, very defensively challenged Cavs team and I think he'll bring some desperately needed defense to them as well. I think I think it's a I'll tell you how does how does how does Beeline, how does he handle both Tristan and Drummond for now? That's a great question. Because, uh, yeah, obviously, definitely. Tristan didn't go anywhere. So, Seth, you being the, the Cav extraordinaire, even though I am a Cavs fan because the only basketball team we got to root for around here. Yeah. Come on, Cincinnati, give me a team so I can quit rooting for anything related to Cleveland. <laughs> no, they'll uh... – I mean, he's still going to utilize Tristan Thompson to the best of his ability. Like I said, Thompson is a workhorse. Um, he's going to be in the paint, making it physical for you and hard to get to the basket. Mm-hmm. And he's going to – he knows – Beeline knows um, Drummond's abilities and what he's capable of. So, of course, new team, you're going to start to wean him in. And, I mean, they're not really playing for anything this year. Like I said, them being at the bottom of the conference. So maybe halfway through the second half of the season, you'll see more Andre Dr- uh, Drummond. So that way he can build that chemistry well, with the new guys like Colin Sexton and Darius Garland and Kevin Porter Jr. Well, the other question we have to keep in consideration is Drummond is most likely going to be a free agent this season. Who will they he? Both are. And Tristan Thompson. Yeah, they both are on a Yeah, card. so who are the Cavs really going to go? Is Drummond really going to stay for the long run? Is he is he happy to be in Cleveland? Is he really going to look to try and make this team grow? Or is he just going to stick around, you know, give it his all, and then, you know, allow teams to notice him and want him for free agency? Are we going to get Wiseman from Memphis University? 
You know, uh, I think as far I, I think as far as Drummond's future as a Cav, I think that's TBD. Let's let's not forget it was a shocker when Kevin Love uh, signed a long-term deal to remain with the franchise and become the face. Right. And so again, it's all about because we all factor in wins and losses, and boy, that looks bad from the outside. But we don't know about the locker room chemistry and and every and everything else that goes with it. Because I mean, there's a reason that. Kevin Love had to know that there was going to be a, maybe not quite this much of a drop-off, but he had to understand there was going to be a major drop-off. So you can see it as far as Drummond goes. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe he likes the Cleveland culture, the Cleveland atmosphere. Right. So, again, it's it's one of those things. It's TBD, and hopefully it's the sign of Cleveland trying to get out of the ditch yeah. because yeah. They, they've, they've been essentially, just like last time LeBron left, they've been in the ditch since. Well, I'm not knocking it. Hey, again, I feel that pain. I, I feel that pain. Although I knew I knew he was leaving the second time. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. And I just, I just, we just didn't want to accept it, did we? Part of the trade deadline is LeBron coming back from LA. <laughs> no. Okay. Not jo- anytime soon. <laughs> Jordan Settles says Cavs blow. Ha ha. Yeah. Well, well, fake news. Well, uh, jo- well, Jordan, they're playing in the NBA, and you're commenting on here. So, that's all right. Appreciate you watching that, Jordan. We, yeah, we, we do. And, and don't take offense to me. That's just, it's not insanity. It's Loganity. How's that for a plug? Hey, good plug. So, that trade happened. And it was, like, really surprising. We were recording something, which we'll announce later. But um, we were in the middle of it. I was, like, over here, like, mm. my yeah. attention just went to there. But. Yeah, dude, you brought you brought it up in the middle of it. Yeah, I yeah, just did. Could Might not. have to edit that out and post. Yeah, we'll leave it in. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Cody Larson, beat writer. That's crazy, but <laughs> we'll announce what that is. No, that's Loganity. Is what that is. Yeah, we'll announce what we did earlier today in about seven minutes, so that'll be fun. But another, tra- the third big trade I want to get to is the three-team trade between Memphis, Miami, and Minnesota. That saw Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill go to Miami. Justice Winslow, Dion Waiters, and Georgie Jang, butchered that last name. Apologies to him. <laughs> going to Memphis. And James Johnson going to Minnesota. And that trade happens I, late last night, early this morning. I believe both Memphis and uh, Miami benefit from it. I believe... I know Andre Iguodala didn't have great locker chemistry with the Grizzlies, kind of just kind of just sat out, but I believe he'll want I believe he will do well for the Heat. He brings as we all know, he won three championships with the Warriors, including a finals MVP, and he's just got a so much veteran experience and he's a great defender still, I believe, and he'll give you the shots and points that you need to win the games. I think he'll be like I said, a great veteran leader for Jimmy Butler and some of the other younger guys who will take care of the scoring themselves, and they'll rely on Andre Iguodala come playoff time for that experience. And, yeah, Justice Winslow is another youngster going to the Memphis Grizzlies. And I'll be honest, it will be fun to see the Grizzlies make the playoffs this year just because of all the young talent they have. They can get that experience going forward. And, I think it's a bright future for the Grizzlies yeah. as well as the Yeah, East. I was going to touch on that. I was looking at their roster earlier, updated roster. Guess how many people they have over the age of 30? For uh, the oh, Grizzlies? One. one, yeah. Yeah. James Johnson is 32. Oh. Everyone else is is under the age of 
uh, 30. Yeah. So they're going to be, I think they're going to be an exciting team to watch here in the next couple years. I mean, Grayson Allen, Jordan Bell's there now. John uh, Moron's playing. Uh, John Morant, Jerry Jackson Jr., Jonas Valanciunas. So they're going to have an interesting team. I'm going to like, I'm going to like seeing what they do here in the next two to three years and how they build together. It's going to be fun watching them. Um, the I'm not saying I have sources or anything. I'm not saying that. This is reckless speculation. <laughs> we like to do I'm, that. All I'm here. saying is, how fun would it be if Giannis was on that team? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That'd be something special. That uh, that would be something, but that would be something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we talk about the Grizzlies for future years to come, and obviously the Heat. It's more about. Right this now. year, like this, we're we're all now that now they've got Iguodala, we're really looking forward to playoff Miami Heat battle. I th- I, I think this makes the the Heat Eastern Conference uh, real contenders. Yeah, I mean Definitely. you're looking at you're looking at a real potential that they represent the East in the in the conference finals and uh, the NBA finals. Excuse me. Definitely. Um, you know I I just Iguodala's got that veteran presence. Every, Anywhere Miami's going, he's already been. He's been mm-hmm. there, done it, and got the T-shirt, folks. Yep. yep. Uh, literally. And so that veteran presence means so much to rely on come playoff time because playoffs in any sport, we can talk about it. I don't care if you're talking NBA, MLB, or football, of course. Right. It's a different ball game. It's the same, but it's a whole different atmosphere. And, and those young kids, and really, in some cases, Butler can rely, because Butler has got a whole franchise on his back now. Mm-hmm. Where he was, yeah, he was kind of, you know, the Bulls... Yes, he was the face of the franchise, but not in the same way that he is in Miami. Miami, he's picking up the torch of Dwayne Wade. That's a lot of pressure. Michael Jordan was long gone from Chicago <laughs> before yeah, Jimmy yeah. Butler was ever really a thought. Right. Yeah. So, so he's picking up that 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 torch, and that's a that's a burden to bear. And so I think I think Andre really uh, Igodawa helps helps that process because. Again, that veteran presence, and that is so criminally underrated. That, you know, score sheet and all that, sometimes it's it's about fortitude when it comes to those playoff times. And, and Miami just got a whole lot of it in him. Yeah, and going off of Jimmy Butler, yeah, he's, he's done a lot for the Heat and turned them into a, a very fun team, an elite team to watch. But he also it doesn't have the most playoff experience and i think that's kind of his one missing ingredient and Iguodala coming has kind of fulfilled that so it i'm i'm looking forward to the heat and just the eastern conference in general the playoffs this season yeah yeah i didn't realize that they were actually sitting in fourth place in the east conference right now so uh, of course you know Jimmy Butler, Andre and Jay Crowder is going to bring that veteran experience. That's right. But Jay then Crowder players like well. Tyler Harrow and Derek Jones Jr., a couple young guys, they're going to learn a lot from these veterans coming in. Definitely. And as you said with with them coming and being in fourth place, playoffs look likely uh, for the future for them. So now is going to be the time where they get their experience. And bam, Amdebeo's having a a great season as well. We can't forget about him, right. Mr. All-Star. You know, again, there, there's there's contenders and there's pretenders. This move, if they weren't already, and they probably were, this move makes Miami a big-time hot contender. That's right, Miami Heat are a hot contender, folks. I, I, agree, I will agree with that. Well, Mr. Logan, yes, why don't you mention contenders? Oh, contenders. Because we're going to talk about some of the contenders in the NBA. But first... I want to remind everyone that this Friday, our 270 Hoops Game of the Week, 
features Walnut, or excuse me, features Canal Winchester against New Albany. You can catch the game right here where you're watching this on 270 Hoops mm. YouTube at 7.30 p.m. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. there. Gonna gonna be there. Gonna be there. We're all going to be there. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. Both teams, I believe, are 13-6. and six. Mm-hmm. should be a great game. I was there for a game when they took on Gehanna. Three weeks ago, I wrote an article for it for scoreandair.com. You can go check that out at scoreandair.com. How's that for how's that for plug, boys? What was yeah. the atmosphere like, Cody? It was, it was a good atmosphere, just for a, a Tuesday night too. I couldn't imagine for a Friday. But we're gonna be feeling right on Friday night. It's, and it's senior night for uh, the Eagles, so uh, it's they'll, it's, they'll have all that. It, uh, it's senior night for the Eagles. Going. The score on air and 270 hoops crews coming on out, and oh boys, when we get together, it's gonna be a party. Let's make it happen. Looking forward. Logan, you ready to announce it? So, launching tomorrow. Launching tomorrow. Go ahead there, Cody. The first episode of the XFL show, Let's Let's Get Extreme. Yeah. It'll drop tomorrow. I don't know. We'll figure out the time, but it'll drop tomorrow. And we're looking forward to that as well. Let's Get Extreme. Me, Kyra. Kyra Bailey from Mm. CJ Crosscheck. Scott Cathers from CJ Crosscheck. And you, Mr. Logan Morris. Uh And me, talked about. XFL for about an hour. Yeah. Well, we talked. We talked about the XFL. Uh, we we talked about whatever came to mind. They let they let me run that thing oh, for. Oh, uh, uh, it was. Oh, be- and you'll want you'll want to tune into that one. Oh, I definitely anyway. need to yep. tune so into that. Look for that one tomorrow, and also tune in tonight, Mr. Logan. You're no, going yes. a triple header yeah. today. Oh, triple header. Yes. Uh, yes, like a Wendy's triple with extra cheese. I am. I've been here. I did the XFL podcast. I'm doing this, the NBA trade deadline special. And tonight from 6 to 8, I will be on the Karen K Show right here, scoreonair.com, to talk about much of what I'm talking about now, but that's all right. We'll take it. What can I say? I'm an analyst. Just call me Stephen A. You're a busy man. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And and then we'll be right back out there for that game tomorrow. Boy, we're busy. And then we got a a hockey game uh, Saturday morning, don't we? Yes, Yes, and then, sir. and then the three of us will be uh, at the Columbus Condors on Sunday. Sunday afternoon. How we doing? Man, so we... a lot. And then next Saturday, the final uh, thing I want to point out. Yeah, go ahead. The City League Championship. It's Walnut Ridge and Linden, right here. Two seventy hoops. YouTube, powered by Square on Air. We're excited for all that. So. And that and that was our brand new segment here on the NBA Trade Island Special called Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs is what that was all about. Yep. So anyway. Thanks for indulging. <laughs> And scene. Let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey! So, those were the three big trades. Are there any other trades you just want to harp on real quick? Just any trades that you thought were of significance, under-the-radar trades? Well, the Houston Rockets didn't do anything to help themselves. No. Get no. rid of Clint Capella. I that mean, was a huge blow. And, yeah, Robert Covington, he's a he's a decent scorer and a great great defender, good at forcing turnovers, but... Rockets already have that in Harden and Westbrook. It's just adding more to the same thing. They don't have a big man now. They got rid of Capella, who's second in the league in offensive rebounding, and he'll give you just about nearly just under 14 points per game. And you know, PJ Tucker, he's he's a hustler. He'll get he's the man. He's a hustler. He'll get offensive rebounds, but he does not have the size, I don't think, to really. The Rockets need a big man come playoff time, and I don't think P.J. Tucker, It's I don't think it's fair to have him carry that himself. They, they need a big man, and 
I'm surprised they didn't go for one. Yeah. Well, they did go for one. They went for Tristan Thompson, but that didn't fall through. Right. Yeah, they got now on their roster Tyson Chandler, who's well out of his prime. 37 years old? Yep. Uh, P.J. Tucker, who's a whopping 6'5", and Isaiah Hartenstein, who's only 21 years old. So their big man uh, positioning is very slim right now. Slim pickings in Houston. Yep. But I'm a Houston guy. I like Houston. I, I like that team. I, I like their makeup. I think they're a dark horse. I really do. And we I, disagreed about this yesterday. We uh, disagree about it today. I don't. Uh, I think the Thunder team that Westbrook was on yeah. last year is more talented than the Rockets team. That, you that, can that, see it with Chris that, Paul. That Thunder, team, yeah. that Thunder team that nearly got beat by the Cavs last night. Yeah. Okay. I think they're more talented. I mean, they only one through ten or whatever. They're more talented. I will. Than like, who is the third best player on the Rockets right now? That didn't mean they get more what, talent. Awesome. Eric, Eric, Gordon. Eric Gordon. Is Eric he better Gordon. than Danilo Gallinari? No. No. There's your answer to your question. The top but, three. But, but, dude, but dude, Oklahoma, they don't have James Harden. They, ain't got, they don't yeah. any longer have Russell Westbrook. I will. When, I will. When, you, when you add up all the talent together, you can't just take two out of the batch. That isn't how it works. I think just depth-wise they're better. Yeah, I agree. And I will say this, too. I know I was kind of harping and kind of neg- talking down the Rockets earlier, but I also, like many people, had my speculations about Harden and Westbrook being able to play together, and they have exceeded my expectations already. So Yeah, they've done a lot better than what you know, I thought Mike, they would. You know, Mike D'Antoni, I, I think he'll find a way to make it work, but it's definitely a huge obstacle that and a huge challenge going forward. Oh, a- absolutely, but I just think they're only going to get better as the season goes on and they continue to gel more. Right. Uh, and I'll tell you what, if uh, look, if it, I think I think they're a dark I think they're a dark horse in that West. I really believe that at this one I'm going to have to go out and buy a Westbrook jersey from Houston here and and just 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 rock, rock this uh <laughs> see what I did rock this. Just rock this <laughs> fandom a little bit just just to show it in Cody's face cuz he he really Cody is a uh, you know, Cody's calm, cool, and collected, but you can see that on the producer cam. You look at him. He he, he vehemently disagrees with me. He's done this before. I just don't think James Harden. I, he's like the worst <laughs> basketball player to watch ever. Oh, like, no. I him and watch Luke, him all day. I don't know how you do it. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, just, he's, so, he's so smooth with the basketball. You call what he does smooth. The, so dude dribbling, can, the dude can get by anybody. So dribbling for 25 He can get by anybody and, and score. He scores 50 like it's natural. David Williams asks, do you guys think the Lakers can win it all? Absolutely well, they can. Oh, yeah. Logan Morris definitely, yeah. kind of answered that question, but we'll talk contender. about that. Oh, Okay, we'll, we'll get more. David, stick, David, stick around. Loganity to David. Stick around. We're going to come back. We're going to get more in-depth. We're going to tell you why. We're going to give you the meat of the sandwich. We're going to talk NBA title contenders next. And we are back here, the Score and Air NBA Trade Deadline special show. Really fun show so far. It's been a blast being with you guys. David asks in the comments, we touched on it a little bit, you guys kind of spoiled your answers a little bit, couldn't really do a hard tease there, but we did kind of a tease. Do you guys think the Lakers can win it all? You want me to kick it off first? Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Loganity. Oh, yes. And I'm giving you some Loganity today with my, my Houston take. You wait till we get to some, uh, you wait till we get to kind of who we think besides the Lakers is in the conversation. I'm going to give you something. Yes, absolutely can. Does LeBron James still play for the Lakers? Yeah, okay. Anthony Davis still playing with the Lakers? Yep. I think they're going to be all right. Yep. There's the, look, as long as LeBron's <laughs> on the team, they got a shot anyway because oh, yeah. it's LeBron. I mean, he is the most gifted player in the history of the game. In my opinion, he's the best 
player in the game, and I know all you out there that go, it's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, but okay. But, but in my opinion, it's wrong. So given that I have that opinion, I'm never going to I'm never going to bet against the man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm not going to bet against him ever. So absolutely, they can. AD has revitalized LeBron. LeBron was telling him LeBron was fresh. But they overall, though, they have a good team all around. Uh, you know, Kuzma somehow has survived, even though that's, that's a little shaky relationship-wise. And then. Are we sure Kyle Kuzma's good? I'm just throwing it out there. I like to throw out questions. Slogan knows. I like to throw out questions. He's definitely not bad. I think Dwight Howard has been a very good act key for the Lakers this year, and I think he'll be great come playoff time. He's another veteran. I, I, Dwight Howard, in not quite back to Superman days, but in a lot of ways, he's turned back the clock. Yeah. Yes. He's turned and back the clock. He, he, look, he looks a lot better than what I thought he was going and he's, I think, I think just mentality and personality-wise, I think he's kind of, I know he's had some controversies in the past off the court, and I think he's kind of ready to move past that and just really focus on basketball. And he's been great. He hasn't been that guy who says, oh, remember my day? Why am I not starting over JaVale McGee? You know, he's, he's, he knows his role. When he's on the floor, he's... Mm. He's hustling, he's getting rebounds, getting block shots, and... I think he's just happy to be back on a team. Exactly. Be back playing basketball. Well, and I, and like, I think the age I think age and maturity has humbled him and, and you know, matured him. Right. Definitely, and obviously he has, play, he has NBA final experience back in the Superman days, or and no magic. that'll... Uh, That'll help out the Lakers, I think, big time come playoffs. Speaking of Superman, doesn't he return to the dunk contest? Mm-hmm. He does return to the dunk contest, yeah. folks. So you get your popcorn ready for that one, as Chio would say. Yeah. Uh, as Logan said, if you got LeBron on your team, more than likely you're going to go all the way. In my opinion, he could be the MVP for every year he's been in the league. Most valuable player. Every team he goes to, he can he just dynamically changes them around. So with him and then having a skillful big man like Anthony Davis who can play inside and out, they're going to be – I think they are probably my favorites to win it this year. And with the recent passing of Kobe Bryant, I feel like they got to do it for him. Definitely. I definitely um... – it adds that chip on the shoulder all, all that much more because now it's LeBron's job to it's, carry Laker land more than ever. Yep. It's definitely uh, Laker community, Laker Nation could definitely use something like that after the tragedy that has happened this year. Yeah, so thanks, David, for the question. We hope we answered it well. We're going to talk about that more. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer... Go ahead and comment for us. And yep. if you're watching, don't be a stranger. We like interacting with people. Yep. So yes. this is the NBA Trade Deadline special show. Yes, don't be a stranger. There is no danger. So I want to hear you guys' top contenders realistically in the conferences. So one through four. Let's just go one through four right now. In the East, the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, and Heat. What do you guys think? If you had to rank them on a scale of, okay, I believe in this team the most – if I had to bet my life that this team was going to win the NBA title, out of those four, Bucks, uh, Raptors, bet, Celtics. All right, we're betting lives. I'd rather just bet some meals. Okay. But, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. So, so you have so, to rank them. One being I trust them the most, they'll win it. 
Okay, so last I would say would be the Celtics for right now because I believe that they're a great team and they have done, I'd say, better than what I was expecting them to do. I was expecting them to be more in like the fifth, sixth seed in the Eastern Conference this year just because with the new addition to Kemba Walker, he's a great player, but he doesn't have the, the playoff experience and just, but they... Kemba Walker has brought great team chemistry to this team, something that they struggled with with Kyrie Irving, and he's he's done well. Ennis Cantor, he's a great, great centerman, great rebounder. Gordon Hayward, he's getting his mojo back. Jason Tatum, first-year All-Star, so they're doing well, but I just think they aren't quite there yet. Give them another year or two, I think they can definitely be a uh, NBA final contender, but I think that there might there are even some teams – I'll say even the 76ers who are not in the top four, but I think have a better shot than the Celtics just because of experience. And then third, I would go with the Bucks because, yeah, regular season, they're they're like the 90s Bulls, but, and even in the first few rounds of the playoffs, but I don't know. I mean, Giannis, he's, he's the Greek freak. He's one of the... He's one of the best players. He's one of the best players in the game right now, and he's got it all. But I just don't know if they have what it takes to to get to the finals right now. And I, I'd love to be wrong because I'd love to see. I like the Bucks a lot. I love watching them play, but I don't know. But when especially with Iguodala coming to the Heat, that veteran experience, a Heat versus Bucks finals matchup would just Eastern Conference finals matchup would just be. I think the Heat would pull it off. Second would be the Raptors because obviously they're playing as well as they are right now. And yes, they lost Kawhi Leonard, but they Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka, and Kyle Lowry have played incredible this year. And they were all on that championship team last year, and they have experience. And I think that that would definitely help. And then number one, I'd say right now would be the Heat, just because of all the momentum they have going with. Andre Iguodala adding that veteran experience as well as Jimmy Butler playing how he has and all the young talent who are playing well. So I think the Heat right now are the team I can see making to the finals. Probably they're the team I can see making to the finals in the East the most. What about you, Seth? Um, for fourth, I'm going to go with the Raptors because they don't have Kawhi anymore. Yes, they. I mean, they're sitting second right now in the Eastern Conference, but when it comes late into the season, I mean, we all know what playoff Kyle Lowry looks like. So I don't think that they're going to end up making it as far as what they did last year. <clears throat> Three, I'm going to say the Heat, just because, yes, they are bringing in that veteran experience, but can they gel together and get that chemistry together in time by the time the playoffs come around? Two, I will say the Bucks because, of course, it's it's hard to – I was tossing this up between the Bucks and Celtics for number two because it's hard to go against Giannis. But, I mean, they have, like, the best record in the league right now, I believe, oh, yeah. winning, like, 43 out of their first 50 games or something like that. Yep. So – I think that they'll be number two because, one, Celtics making it to the finals with the energy and athleticism that Kimba Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum have. I think that they are going to push late into the playoffs and, if not, win the Eastern Conference. 
and you got a a seasoned guy like Brad Stevens coaching them. I just I I, I, I like what they're doing, even though they don't have a a dynamic big man. I still like what the Celtics are doing. How about you, Mr. Logan Morris? Well, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Heat number one. I like because I, I love I love Brandon Andre. I think again that veteran presence. Such a big deal. They have a they had, and now with him, they have such a great blend. They have such a great mixture between young talent and that veteran presence. Jimmy Butler has, as much as he said he'd never wear that uniform, he is wearing it proudly and he's doing it just fine. So I'm gonna go to the Heat. Then I gotta go to the Bucks because I mean, Giannis. Uh, they've won like 43 out of the first 50, like Seth said. How do you? Not, it's it, they're they're a tough team to bet they against. Are. It'd be it'd be it'd be like betting on a horse named Tripod at this point. It's just wow. Uh, I, I'll go Raptors. I, I have very little faith in the Raptors because they don't have Kawhi and the, ra- the the talent around Kawhi, who's not, again, he's not there anymore, but the talent around him didn't really show up come playoff time. He just really showed up come playoff time. Yeah. Uh, again, <clears throat> Kyle, <clears throat> but, excuse me, excuse me, throat clear. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in, in the Raptors. And I'll put Celtics at four. Because there's no big man there. There's no. There's not enough dynamic big man for me. Yes, Brad season is season like a well cooked steak, no doubt about it. Uh, you know he spent time at Butler and he's been around, but again that lack of that lack of a big man. They don't have they don't have the same kind of a talent that uh, that Houston does as far as having a, a two very very dynamic players. Besides that lack of big man. There we go again, Cody talking about your faves. Uh, so yeah, I'll go Celtics four. I just love how. We have no idea who's going to come out of the East this yeah. year. We're making guesses just mm-hmm. based off of how they're playing right now. We that, have no idea. Absolutely. And I love that because it hasn't always been the case. But you guys put the Celtics at the bottom. And, I mean, I was kind of contemplating because Celtics don't have a big man. But I think, like I said, with Kimba, Jason Tatum, and, and Jalen Brown, they're going to be able to outrun anybody that they play. I believe they, they can have... get the ball up and down the court quick, and they'll wear teams out. I believe they have one of the best – chemistries in the NBA I think that I think they get along very well great locker room and I think that's very important as well and as you both point out Brad Stevens he's a great coach so we'll see how it goes so you guys are going to love my list before I give you my list I want to remind everybody watching and listening that you're listening to score on air the new generation of sports talk now to answer my own question you guys are going to love my list are you ready for it no let's hear this number four of teams in the east of the top four that I trust to win the NBA Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks, number four. Number four? Okay. Wait, do we? are we talking about winning or are we talking about going to the NBA Finals? Makes either one. Okay. Same thing. Just okay. who do you trust the most? Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee, four. I don't trust Milwaukee at all. Who do they have on their team besides Giannis come playoff time? Because seven games, a seven-game series, they're going to figure out Giannis. They're going to limit him. He's already limited because his... Shooting ability, it's gotten better, but once he figures out to shoot threes, it's over. Chris Middleton? But do you, mm-hmm. I don't think he's he a can, great two man. I don't think you can trust Chris Middleton. Cody, check Co- Cody, you guys your laptop. Check that record for the Bucks, would you please? I'll tell you the record. I still don't trust them. They're forty three and seven. <laughs> but the difference is they played one game, not a seven game series. And over a seven game series, they watch film, they have more in depth, and they're gonna figure out how to contain Giannis, how much they can. Raptors figured them out last year. Yep. Cody with the hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. I just think it's. I think it's a hot take. Not giving a, not giving love to. Who else do the Bucks have? I'm giving a lot of teams. Bulls they got the board. Lopez brothers. 
dynamic Watch duo out, of big man. Big three, Giannis, the Lopez brothers. You, <laughs> you say who else should the Bucks have? But who else has that record? The Golden State Warriors had that record, but they exactly. had Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. They got basically the opposite record this year. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so All right, number Bucks, three. Num- number three, Boston Celtics. Okay. We've had a lot of internal debates here about Kimball Walker versus Kyrie. We sure I don't think have. this is the time and place to have it. Hot take, Tanner. You're listening. It's definitely Kyrie. But Amen. <laughs> the Boston Celtics, I think they're a year away, like Seth was saying. I think Tatum and Brown are going to figure it out. Not having to play with Kyrie, which a locker room problem. We saw it with Kemba. It's helped the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I think that I thought Andre Drummond would have been the perfect fit for this team. Or Tristan Thompson. I think Thompson's a bio guy. He either goes to Miami or Boston. That, yeah. Those are my two areas. And I think that's, I like Ennis Cantor, but he's not going to get the job done in the playoffs, I don't think. Number two, the Toronto Raptors. They, Yes, they had Kawhi Leonard, but not only do they have the second best record in the East? They found a way to replace Kawhi Leonard with two players who are making True. half of his salary. True. And Nick Nurse is a pretty good coach. Not bad. And number one, the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler is the dude I want. He's going to put the team on his back and take them wherever he wants to go. I think he has that ability. He, he has the last few years. He showed it in Philly last year. Yeah. He showed it in Minnesota, ended their 13-year playoff drought, and then he leaves, and they've been <laughs> terrible ever since. And like, so I want to ask you guys that same question. But for the West, <sighs> Lakers 1, Clippers 2, Nuggets 3, Rockets 4. I can go ahead with my list, but before that, actually, we'll stay here. We won't take a break. Not yet. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll give you my list to start out this time. Go ahead. But to recap these, three of us trust the Heat the most. Seth is the only one not a Heat believer. So, so my list. (laughs) Mr. Logan, you're going to love this. Number four, you know, the Houston Rockets. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. James Harden (laughs) is so, it's so hard to watch him play basketball. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Yeah. They're gonna. They've told him to stop shooting. He's figured out finally. Hey, I can't shoot threes. I'm gonna stop. Eric Gordon can. That's. I don't think. And so can Robert Covington now. If Westbrook shoots six of thirty from the floor, I don't think it's gonna matter. He's gonna take away shots from Covington and Gordon. True. And <laughs> and when Harden dribbles the ball, <laughs> I'm looking at you, Larry. When <laughs> Mr. Harden dribbles the ball for 20 seconds before isoing a 35 foot three pointer. That's going to take away shots from them, too. And I don't think Mike D'Antoni's a good coach, but that's, <laughs> that's another discussion. Number three, the Denver Nuggets. I need to see more. A little bit of a letdown after last year. Jokic hasn't played like Jokic. He's looked out of shape. We're having the MB talk with Jokic. He's out of shape. When is he going to get in shape? It'll happen. If he does, he'll be a force to be reckoned with. Well, Which yeah. he still already yeah, kind of I mean, is. Last, still last, almost is averaging a double-double. I mean, last night he, he killed it, but we'll talk about that later. And Mike Malone's a pretty good coach. Yeah. So, number three, or two, excuse me, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. I don't think they have enough depth. After LeBron and AD, 
who can you rely on in a playoff game? That's that's the tier for me. Like, who can you rely on in a playoff game to make you a shot? In Game Seven of the Finals, in the final two seconds, LeBron and AD. But what happens when they're when they're guarded? They won't be. Mm. <laughs> Are you really gonna let Danny Green take the shot? Kyle Kuzma? No. They just need more depth. That's what. That's why I was disappointed about the Lakers at the deadline. I thought they needed a Derrick Rose or a Tristan Thompson to help them with rebound. Well, they did try to get Dennis Schroeder from OKC, which is still better than nothing. Right. Alex Caruso. He's not. I don't want him to take the final shot in Game yeah, 7 of the I NBA Finals. If I, he's I on the court in the final shot of Game 7, I will be thinking, what are they doing? Well, they've yeah. been running sets with him like he's going to be in crunch time. So, and number one, the Los Angeles Clippers. Yep. They have depth, and they're gonna one of the best defensive teams, probably of my generation. Just pure Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, one of the well, the greatest six men of all time. Sorry, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and they just I forgot who they got. Today. Marcus Morris. And they got Marcus Morris and Isaiah right. Thomas. And well, they're not gonna keep Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, well, they'll yeah. probably wave him. And <laughs> Clippers. So that's my list: Rockets four, Nuggets three, Lakers two, Clippers one. Hey. Anyone want to take it here? Who wants to start? Mr. Logan? Sure, I'll take it. We'll go backwards this time. Sure, I'll take it. Uh, number four, I have the Nuggets. They just don't seem to have as much talent as the, as the other uh, three of those teams, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion. Uh, number three, you got to go. I, I'll go with the Clippers uh, because obviously you got you got Kawhi, you, you got you got Paul George, but something's it, it's so hard for a guy to win back-to-back NBA championships. Something says to me that and Doc Rivers, who I've lost respect for. I also don't think he's a good coach, but. You don't think he's a good coach? What did he do? Does this man watch basketball? Doc Rivers He won not one a championship. Good, I don't think so. He came up with this show coach. idea. Uh, but I don't think he's a good coach. But uh, all right. Uh, but I think, he's, I think he's turned a little gutless in L.A. because load management is bull. You heard it here first, but I'll go. But I'll go the Clippers because there's so much talent on the team. Again, Kawhi is Kawhi, and then here we go. Number two, I'm gonna go with the Houston Rockets. That's right, I sure will because as much as Cody Larson says it's not going to work, I believe firmly that it will. So when they lose in the first round, uh, it's gonna be crazy. You want to bet Canes on it? Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna bet Canes. Rockets on versus it. Jazz in the first round. All right, so be, well, I'm saying if you're confident it's not going to work, if I'm confident it is going to work, you want to bet a Kaniac combo on it. On what? That they're going to win in the first round? Yeah, the, 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 you well, know, the you, first round okay. is the first round. They're going right. to play the Jazz. All, right, we'll fi- all right, okay, we'll find a series that I think they're going to win and you okay. think they're going to lose, and we'll bet a Kaniac combo <laughs> on it. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with the Rockets because I believe firmly in James Harden, and I believe firmly in Russell Westbrook. The man is a triple-double machine. Don't believe me, look up the numbers. People always like to go, well, look at the numbers. Well, look at the numbers. They can say, well, is he... Six of 25, but... Oh, stop it. (laughs) That's the only number I need. Uh, That's the only number that fits your argument. Look, here's the deal. Result of results. They're they're older now, more more seasoned, the veteran. Those two are going to put the ego aside come the start of playoff time, and they're going to go on a run. But you can trust the point guard who's had, like, five knee surgeries and who's an age 31 of a $40 million a year contract. Do they have a choice? They had Chris Paul. He's yep. doing a lot better on the Thunder right now. Yep. And his contract's a lot worse, but all I'm saying. 
But continue, Mr. Logan. <laughs> well, I believe in Russell Russ' book, and I believe in James Harden. I especially believe in Russ. Russ is a stud, people. Let's, let's, be, let's be real about it. Let's, let's be all the way real about it. And, of course, for number one, I, we got to go the Los Angeles Lakers because, I mean, LeBron James. AD, again, been renewed. You got a pretty solid team in because I know, Cody, you say, well, what if they're not available to take that shot? He's LeBron James. He's going to make himself available to take that shot. And as much as people say, well, he's not clutch, prove it. Prove it. Playoff time, he is clutch. Yeah, he is He is Mr. Clutch. Come I don't disagree time. with you there. I'm just saying, game seven of the finals, when LeBron and AD are heavily guarded. Here, I, but I got one for you right now. The Western Conference Finals, I got it for you. I, I got it for you. I think, I think it's going to be the Lakers and the Rockets. I got it for you. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. That'll be a sweep by the uh, Lakers, but uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> so you but you agree the Rockets are going to get to the Western Conference Finals? No, they're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> but but yes, that's my hot take. There's my there's my teams. Are we having fun, boys? Yes, we that's, are. That's We're still all, here, right? That's what it's all about. <laughs> yep. That's my four teams. Don't sleep on the Rockets, people. Um. All right. Well, I am going to sleep on the Rockets. That's fine. Um. Like I said, them losing Clint Capella, um, just losing that inside presence is not going to benefit them. I mean, yes, they already do shoot a lot of outside shots and everything, and Capella gets all of his points really off of rebounds and stuff. So I still, I just, I just don't trust with the depleted roster that they have that they can make it to the finals. So I'm going to put them at four. Three, I will say uh, the Nuggets. They did just get uh, Ohio State alum Kata Bates Diop, even though game I don't, changer, huh? yeah, game changer baby. Uh, but they got the likes of Gary Harris, uh, Jamal Murray, and of course Nikola Jokic, who, as you said, little out of shape, but is still a dominant force on the inside as a big man. Um, so there's they still just kind of have a little bit to prove. Um, it, I mean, during regular season, during the regular season games, they look great. But in a seven-game series, can they close each one out? You know. Two, it's tough between the Clippers and the Lakers. But I want to say Clippers at two because I just don't know how well when it comes down to those seven-game series, how Kawhi and PG are going to work out, Paul George. Um, of course, Patrick Beverly, Lou Will, you know, the great defensive team. Um, I personally hate Patrick Beverly. But that's not – I'm not going to knock him for being a great defender and a great basketball player. Um, but one with the Lakers, LeBron James. He's going to carry him. Just like Jimmy Butler for the Heat, he's gonna put LeBron's gonna put the team on his back and he's gonna carry him to the finals. And for Kobe, they're gonna win it. Caleb, floor is yours. <coughs> oh, all right. Excuse me. So, and uh, it's been great to hear all three of your <laughs> all three of your lists. I can see your points from all of them. He's gonna go way off. Oh. <laughs> Not exactly. Anyway, so at fourth place, I'll say the Nuggets because they, yeah, they just, they, they're the least talented of the four teams, and I still believe that the playoffs is a game of talent and Attaboy. 
they just <laughs> if they can I don't know. And I like work? I like the Nuggets. I really do. I'd love to see them make the finals, but I just don't see it this year. Future years, hopefully, yeah, but not this year. I see them being a second-round exit this year like last year. And last year, I think they were better than they are this year. Mm. And then third place, I'll once again go with the Rockets. Their year was 2017, 2018. That was their year. If they were going to make the finals, it was that year. And they almost did. Almost. Emphasis on almost. Was and they the, didn't. Was that the 0 for 27 year? Well, it wasn't not o, 0 for 27, but 27 in, consecutive. In 7 of 44 is the right yeah, number. Right. But, yeah, so <laughs> that was their year to make the finals, and they didn't. And, yeah, they're just not going to do it. Exactly. Uh, now, they don't have the – now, I will say, they don't have the Warriors to knock them out like the Warriors have done in the last – Three in the last couple years, but with with the Lakers and the Clippers and some other Western Conference teams, I'll even throw in the Jazz being there. I just don't see the Rockets doing it. Uh, I just don't see it. And then at second place, I am gonna go with the Lakers because yes, LeBron is LeBron, but I think Kawhi can be LeBron's kryptonite. We saw it in 2014 when the Spurs beat the heat in five games and Kawhi locked down LeBron very very well he knows how to guard LeBron I would put him up there with guys like Clay and Duran in terms of guys who can just guard LeBron very well in the finals he's not afraid of LeBron I think a lot of players are kind of starstruck by LeBron I don't think Kawhi is one of them and yeah I agree on Paul George he is skeptical he plays incredible last year he played incredible during the regular season for the most part but then playoff time came and he just kind of disappeared but I think with Kawhi being there it'll be enough and yeah so I think the Lakers Clippers Western Conference final series will be a great great one but I I think Kawhi will be enough to take down LeBron so at number one obviously I'm going to put the Clippers because Kawhi is Kawhi. He got traded to the Raptors in one year. He won them their first ever championship. I don't know if any other player can say they've done that before. Uh, maybe some have, but not a lot can. And he's just Kawhi. And just great, as you said, great defense, as everyone said, great defensive talent, great offensive talent. And I just think, yeah, I say it as I said when I said the Lakers. They have enough to. Take down, take them down. All right, cool. I think Kawhi is the only one in the league that can actually guard LeBron. Right now, yes. Physic, physically. Yes, right now, he yes. And he's not afraid of LeBron. KD can guard him just because he's long. And so can Clay Thompson. Don't don't sleep on Clay Thompson's LeBron, defensive abilities. LeBron but, can run over Clay Thompson. But those guys are those guys are those guys are in the picture right now. So Kawhi, if anyone's gonna stop LeBron and AD, it's gonna be Kawhi. And the Clippers. Interesting. We just had a good discussion here about NBA can title contenders and whatnot. So our final segment of the show, I believe, mm-hmm. will be right after this break, and we're going to draft our own NBA All-Star team. Two of us are on Team Giannis. We're not going to stay here yet. Two of us are on Team LeBron. <laughs> if you can figure out one of them, then congratulations. But we'll tell you who's on Team Giannis and who's on Team LeBron when we come back on the NBA trade deadline special show, if I could talk, on Score on Air. 
And welcome back to this NBA trade deadline special show. The four of us here have been talking about NBA title contenders and the trades have been happening so far, but I think it's time we do the NBA All-Star Draft. It is tonight in two hours. So we thought we'd do our own. So two of us are on Team Giannis. And we want to say who that is. Me and Caleb are on Team Giannis. And Logan and Seth are on Team LeBron. We're going to try and do this. This might end utterly in failure and awkwardness, but we're going to try and do it. Four of us are going to try and do it. So, I don't know who to, how to determine the, the first pick. Anyone have a coin? Team LeBron is heads, Team Giannis is tails. Here we go. Tails. So Team Giannis has the first pick. This is great for scoring here, by the way. Adam, I hope you're watching and enjoying this. The coin flip. That was better than the Super Bowl. So, so Caleb, as... Yeah, there was a lot on the line here. So, Caleb, as the other Team Giannis member... We obviously have Giannis, so... We'll start with starters first. Yeah. Out of your list of starters on the back of your sheet. Yep. Who do you want? Let's talk I about it. I will go with... You got Giannis at the four. I will put Anthony Davis at the five. All right. So with the first pick, Anthony Davis. So how about Team LeBron? Team LeBron's first pick will be... Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. That was quick. All right. Great, why mind, great minds think alike. Why Kawhi, though? Why not? We don't want to give you our strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Just know that you're going to get beat on the court. Yeah. Okay? Oh, right. <laughs> Who did yeah, you guys choose? I'm sorry. Anthony Davis? Okay. So, so y'all took Kawhi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You took Anthony. Yeah, we took Anthony Davis. Okay. We have Giannis also. We need someone to go with them. Who can provide some playmaking? I'd say it's. But cool. also get a shot up at the same time. Are we'll you go with Luka Doncic. Yes, sir. That's exactly mm-hmm. who I was thinking. Do you want to? You might as well. Yeah, but sure. I would like to point out though that Team Giannis is at a disadvantage because we're across the room and you guys are right next to each other. I just want to put that out. Well, I knew I knew exactly who you were gonna say, you Cody. We we don't need we don't need to talk. We can read you, each you other's minds. You can see minds. it in each other's eyes. Yeah, yeah, we can read each other's minds. Pick two for Team LeBron. We're going to go with Mr. James Harden. Okay. <laughs> We're putting 200 up on you. Every bit of it. Yeah. Because, you know, there's no defense in the All-Star game anymore. You know, a lot of people may be looking at seeing these guys face off, but let's see them team up. I go Trey Young. All right. Trey Young. Trey Young and Luka Dukic are dynamic duo in the backcourt. Let's go with it. All right. Oh, yeah. I like it. So two players are, are like, count, three players left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who are you guys going to take? We are going to go with the man who I believe has been a great addition to this team, Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. I like it. All right, keep in mind, uh, Cody, I... Had Davis intended to be at the five, so. Well, that's. I'm going to slide Davis to the four. Yeah. Play Giannis at the three. Luca at the two. 
Trey Young at the one. Mm. I'm going to draft Joel mm. Embiid. Yep, seen mm. that coming. Mm-hmm. Which leaves us with Pascal Siakam. So when you look at it, these, the starting five, just to recap, Team LeBron, our unofficial Team LeBron. Also, it's going to be fun to watch and see how many we get right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. So, Team LeBron, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Kimball Walker, and Pascal Siakam. That's a good lineup. Team Giannis, Giannis, Anthony Davis, Luca, Trey Young, and Joel Embiid. Good lineup, man. That's some. Uh, if we would have, we got first. we got some we got some size on our we got the size on our team, Cody. Yeah. We got but, the size. But we got the athleticism. I was gonna, I was gonna say we're we're too quick for your bigs. Yep. Mm-hmm. We right. We'll dissect the Giannis is done. the most. Yes. Giannis might be the most athletic. 6'11 guy I've ever I've ever seen play. All right, now we're ready to draft. Your reserves. Reserves. You guys got first. Team LeBron can go first since we drafted the starter first. Okay. Right. We're gonna go with the man who's been tearing it up the past couple weeks, Damian Lillard. Dame time, baby. Right. Also, in yeah. case anyone's wondering why we keep looking down, we have cheat sheets right here. I'll point it out right here. We have cheat sheets just so, and we have a nice uh, little fill-in on the back that tells us who we are. So, hey, Caleb, the pick is yours. I'll... All right, I am going to select our first-time All-Star, Jason Tatum. Hey. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum. I was thinking the same thing. Mm. Tell you what, we uh, we get on the same wavelength, brother. Our next pick is gonna be the guy that you guys have been hyping up so much, Mr. Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So, this is what I'm thinking, Caleb. We have Jason Tatum on our bench. We need someone to come in and set the tone off the bench. I'm looking at this. I want to say, do you want a passer here or do you want a shooter? You want a guy who can playmaker or do you want a shooter? Hmm. I'm thinking a playmaker. I, yeah, I know who I'm thinking of for my playmaker. We might disagree, I'm thinking, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Ben Simmons. I'm we do disagree, but okay. <laughs> Keep that. Yeah, see if yours is up next, though. Yep. Who'd you take, Mr. Simmons? Yep. Mr. Ben Simmons. Mr. Ben Simmons. Uh, he's a playmaker, don't get me wrong, but Which he's one? not he's not who I was going to pick. Yep. We'll take back to back Miami Heat. Bam Adebayo. Oh, Bam Adebayo. So Bam Adebayo, the third pick of the All Star Draft. Mm. Caleb, I here. am going to give us some excellent defense off the bench. With the Frenchman, Mr. Rudy Gobert. How about Rudy Gobert, the fourth pick of the second round of our score on air NBA All-Star Draft? I'm thinking him. Team LeBron? That works for me. We're going to go with Spider, Donovan Mitchell. The other musical man. So, Caleb, here's what I'm thinking right now. What are you thinking? I think that we need to go smart here. Yeah. We have shooting. Yeah. We have playmaking. We have def- we have defense. Big big man defense with a- with AD Embiid and Gobert. Here's what I'm thinking. You want to take Brandon Ingram? I do. I was I was just thinking yeah. that. Yeah. We'll see if 
Let's see if who I mentioned hangs on for another round. Yep. Brandon Ingram is our pick, the fourth pick. We are going to see Mr. Ingram destroy LeBron <laughs> for trading him. LeBron's going to break him. Uh, we, we here at Team LeBron. We here at Team LeBron. Team LeBron, your next pick. For our fifth pick in the reserve stage is going to be Nikola Jokic. Mm. All right, all right. Caleb, whenever you're ready, the floor is yours. All right. Three well, players left to be picked. Let's see. We've got... I think we need. I think we need someone who can. I think we need someone who can move the ball up really, really quick. Who knows how to make? Who knows how to pass? Who's a hustler out there? So. <laughs> Sounds like I, you're starting a rap lyric right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking we select uh, from your not so favorite team, Mr. Westbrook. Mm. I take it you don't agree with me there, Cody. I was going to offer a trade, not going to lie, but uh, Team LeBron. Sorry, Kyrie's not in the All-Star this year. No, you're good. Um, We (laughs) are going to select the better player out of that trade, Chris Paul. Mm. Or at least who has been more productive this year out of that trade. So, the most underrated player in this game no one is talking about. Probably. Mm-hmm. Sabonis. Yep. Uh huh. I want him for my team. He does it so quietly. He does, and it helps. He plays in Indiana. Yeah. The fact that he, the fact that he became an All Star this year is pretty cool, considering he has gone so unnoticed. Kind of like Nikola Vucevic last, excuse me, last year. Yeah, I like him and and Oladipo out there in Indiana. Um, yeah. we're gonna go with. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. You can say this one. This one's the last one. You got this. <clears throat> well, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Let me see you right now first. See, see, I want to, I want to go, I want to go there. Okay. All right. We're gonna go with uh, Kyle Lowry. It's not the playoff, so we can take. Yeah, them. that's why. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's an All Star game. I'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if we were talking, if we were talking uh, playoff rosters, he's gonna be at the bottom of the list. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, but he's in the league, so I gotta give him some props. By default, we get Chris Middleton, and I will say, last but not least, he is a second-time All-Star player who had last year's experience. Well, I think I think our team would kick your team tight end. Hmm. So the recap. I'm telling you, at least 200 is, yeah. is getting put up. To recap, it's gonna be a high-scoring game. To recap yeah. the team just real quick. We hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Also, I think yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was I, fun. I, I did Hopefully too. Those at home enjoyed it. Team Giannis, our per, this is well, it's actually spoilers. This is how it's gonna happen tonight. <laughs> Team Giannis, me and Caleb drafted this together from across the room. That's what's up. Yeah, exactly. We Giannis, don't need to be right next to each other. <laughs> Giannis, Anthony Davis, Luca, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, our starters. Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, Rudy Gobert, Brandon Ingram, Russell Westbrook, Sabonis, and Chris Middleton off the bench. And for Team LeBron, Caleb. Or, excuse me, Seth and Logan, I got you guys. Well, <laughs> we've all been in the same core over like seven months. It's been a long day. Yeah. A lot of shows last yeah. day. Um, a lot of names. But, 
No, our uh, Team LeBron starting lineups, we're going to have LeBron leading the way along with Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Kemba Walker, and Pascal Siakam. And coming off the bench, Dame Time, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic, Chris Paul, and Kyle Lowry. Cool. Oh, yeah, we're definitely with it. Oh, uh, yeah, there you have it. So, <laughs> yep, I, I think it's the winning team. Yeah, we don't even have to go play. We know that we won. Yep, just all right. So, my favorite game tonight is going to be looking at who, how much did we get right? How oh, similar it'll be. You say that's oh, at 7 side, o'clock? How sidekick are we really? We're going to find out. Can, or did we get into the mind of LeBron and Jones? We'll find out. When we come back, our final segment. I lied. This wasn't our final segment. We have one more segment. You're stuck with us. One more segment. And talk about everything that's been happening as of last night with games and all that. Mm-hmm. Going back to the NBA trade deadline special here on Score and Air with Cody, Logan, Seth, and Caleb. And we're back here at the NBA trade deadline special here on Score and Air. I forgot to turn my mic on, but what else is new? And long day. Yeah, long day. And I'm happy to be with you three talking to NBA. No, where else I'd rather be right now. At this very spot, talking basketball. Ooh. But Caleb, you want to start the segment just talking about games from last night? What stood out to you from the games from last night? Uh, I'll have to. There were a few things that stuck still get stood out to me. Sorry for stuttering, but one thing that now that the trade deadline is over that stuck stood out to me is Andre Drummond in his final game as a Pistons for now dropped 31 points and 19 rebounds against the Phoenix Suns. I think that's an incredible way to that's that's an incredible last game and the Raptors get their 12th straight win tied for fran- their franchise record and the thing the thing that gets me about this game is they found a way to win. They were down by 10 points against the Indiana Pacers with 2:15 left. They found a way to win. So they are learning how to win in all ways. And obviously the Timberwolves on their 13th straight loss, as you, Cody, mentioned earlier, Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns has not won a game since November. He says he doesn't want to lose anymore, which I can agree with. No one wants to lose. but. Right. And why did he sign that extension? Okay, so just a quick little rant here about me. And we'll get back to Caleb, I promise. I'm sorry. But oh, fine. Kevin Love did this. Carl Anthony Towns did this. Devin Booker did it. All three of them signed extensions. And less than a year later, are out in the media complaining about wanting to win. Knowing the situation they're in wasn't going to be good. Right. My question for them is, what are we doing? Can we be better? All right, back to you, Kevin. <laughs> You're right there. And uh, and uh, going to the uh, Grizz- Memphis Grizzlies and Dallas Mavericks game, the Grizzlies pull off the win, led by Jamoron's 21 points, going 10-12 for field goals. Young star showcasing his thing for Rookie of the Year. Mavericks are still struggling without Luka, despite Porzingis putting up 32 points and 12 rebounds. And Nikola Jokic, last night we had a mountain time matchup between the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. I call them the mountain matchup because Denver and Utah are full of mountains. It's awesome. I love watching those two teams play. Jokic had a historic triple-double of 30 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. And... To get 30 points and 21 rebounds against Rudy Gobert is very impressive. I know Jokic hasn't lacked, hasn't had the consistency that he had last year, but last night was one of his games. He also had 
a very clutch shot in the fourth quarter, a clutch basket to put them in the lead, which was huge. And the Clippers set an all-time record for made field goals, three-point field goals, with 24 last night, including eight double-digit scorers for for their win over the Heat. And the Nets completely handle the Warriors and... Again, they have six players in double-digit score, and one thing that's been on social media a lot is the Durant as well and Curry reuniting with a very nice hug at the end. Anybody want anything to add on that? Uh, Yeah, Kevin Durant didn't earn his championships. All right, well... I'm sorry, that's just. Me. That's I'm a Cavs fan. Well, I'm opening. I'm opening up in terms of just you know anything else. I mean, they had. They, they, last I mean, night. they had a good run you when know, they were games in, in Golden State. Um, I like the the Boston Orlando game. Uh, the Celtics playing without Kimball Walker, Tatum leading the way with 33 points, 11 of 24 from the field, five for 11 from three. And I also forgot Gordon Hayward is on that team because uh, he didn't play at all last season. So I'm um, still getting used to him. He played. Uh, he played last there. season. He didn't play that season before that. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. He broke his ankle two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Okay. So well, that feels awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, well, anyways, uh, just ignore that. We can cut that. Yeah, we're we're both teams over. Only the only the top analysis here to score on air. Yeah. But uh, he, Gordon Hayward, had 23. Jalen Brown, 18. So that's why I say, along with Kimba Walker. If they're all putting up good numbers, they have a they, they can go a long way into the playoffs. You got anything now looking at? Well, you know, they've everybody covered it all. Uh, the the Nets completely shellacked the Warriors last night, and it's it's really sad to see what the Warriors have uh, are this year. Now, and I don't like the Warriors as as a Cavs fan. As, I don't feel bad. They're getting I don't like either. James Wiseman. And... They and they had their dynasty for the last five years. Yes, I don't think any of us expected it to crash as quick as it did, but that's, they, what, that's what injuries will do to you. They had their five years of the sun. Uh, nice, nice matchup between the Heat and the Sixers. Uh, you know, I enjoyed that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent on both those teams, so it's a nice little prime time matchup. Other than that, you guys covered it all. Anything I'd say would be kind of repeat. Caleb, you were, man, you hit all of the dots, brother. That was that was pretty good. Uh, all over it. Man, Caleb, you know your stuff, brother. I love it. But yeah, just I'm I'm interested to see the draft tonight. Uh, matter of fact, I think uh, I do believe the Rockets play the play the Lakers this evening. They yep. do. Uh huh. And both Jordan Bell and Robert Covington are available to play for the Rockets, so they'll make their debut. And could that be a playoff? Could that be a playoff preview? Could that be a well, Western we, Conference? That's well, a good segue, Caleb. We Kill. shall see. Well. We have two. We have like five minutes left. So, all right. Give me your NBA Finals prediction and your champion if you had to pick right now. And who wants to start? All right. Hmm. <laughs> I'll start. I'll go. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the battle, uh, one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports, the Lakers and the Clippers. Or, uh, pff, Lakers and the Celtics. I'm sorry. Okay. Lakers all right, all right. and the Celtics. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And, and the Lakers will pull it out in I'm, six games. Yeah. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take this one. Realistically, 
realistically. Uh, no, no phantom involved here. No phantom involved here. Realistically, at this moment, on this day, which means I reserve the right to change it later, uh, the Lakers versus the Miami Heat in, in, is your finals matchup. I think uh, the Lakers take it in six. Your finals MVP will be LeBron James. Of course. I will go with my two number one picks from earlier, the Clippers versus the Heat, and the Clippers will win it in six games. Kawhi Leonard will win back-to-back championships with two different teams and back, and will go back-to-back finals MVP. Okay. So I guess we're saving the best for last. So. Sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> how fun. I'm not saying this is my prediction, but how fun would be a Dallas NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors? If Luca can stay healthy, I think that they have. I think the Mavericks have a really good chance of making it all the way. My official he's, prediction. He's he's he can change that team around. This uh, when he's on the court. Are you he's... ready for this? So as Logan knows, I'm a storyline guy. Mm. So what would be a better storyline than Kawhi Leonard playing his former team in the NBA Finals, that being the Toronto Raptors? Mm-hmm. That's my final. Clippers pick. Raptors. Clippers in seven. I Who, think. Who's your MVP? You, you wanted a Finals MVP. Beverly. Beverly. I'm gonna be bold there. All right, he'll do. Uh, bold like a he'll do uh, yes. Andre yep. Iguodala 2015 type Finals MVP. Yes, sir. All right. All right. That's a bold prediction. I like it. That's a hot take that Tanner be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just. Yeah. Well. All right. All right. Well, anyway. Anyone else have anything to add about the trade deadline? Anything at all? Uh, as a Cavs fan, I'm glad that we got somebody different. It's nice to see somebody new in in in, in the uniform. Hopefully, they can. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, final words for me. Don't sleep on the Houston Rockets. I'm telling you. I'm going to bed. So yeah. <laughs> we go see. <laughs> Just some housekeeping here. Don't forget, Karen K. Show right up next in about 20 minutes. Mr. Logan is going to stay right in that seat where he's sitting right now, and sure they're going to talk. He's going to talk with Miss Karen K. about all things NFL, NBA, the, whatever comes to mind. Uh, the 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 third patty of my of my Wendy's triple here at School on Air. I, we have done we've done the podcast. We are finishing up the deadline special, and I will be on the Karen K. Show for two hours from six to eight. And then I'm going home, and I'm not talking the rest of the night. You're probably going to pass out tonight. 270 hoops game of the week this week. Can I Winchester against New Albany? Great matchup. We're excited to be there. i got to watch the Rockets beat the Lakers. True, true. Okay. Well, well, those that take. I bet with Clint Capella not on the Rockers, the Lakers are going to. Huh? Anthony Davis is going to. AD is going to have like 20 rebounds tonight. He's going to have at least 40. Will you guys be dialing into that game though? You guys be dialing in? Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch it tonight, and we're definitely gonna be all up in the chat room tonight, right? Oh, the score chat, yeah, absolutely. And uh, just just don't sleep on just don't sleep on the Rockets. That's all I'm telling you, Cody. All right, Cody, Cody I'll be hitting. If you I up. may, yes. if I may point out, go ahead. Last year, 18-19 season, when the Rockets had that huge win regular season and overtime in Golden State, despite them calling against. Despite the refs favoring that huge call for Durant, that out-of-bounds call, yet Harden still makes a huge clutch three-point shot as overtime expires to give him the win. 
and we all thought this would be the Rockets' year to take down the Warriors. And what happens in the playoffs? True, but there is no Warriors and they this go, year. And exactly. they go, and Kevin Durant goes down when when they're up three games to two, and we think this is the Rockets' chance, and the Warriors end them on their home court. That's the Warriors' fault for bringing them back too early. Well, we 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 shall see how it all pans out. This has been a been a pleasure, Cody. Take us home. Thank you, Logan, Seth, and Caleb for joining on such short notice. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Maybe we can do it again soon. Hope so. I hope so, so for too. everyone watching this NBA trade deadline special, thank you for watching. We hope you had fun. We have fun here. Oh, one more thing. One more housekeeping thing. Yeah. Loganity Tuesdays, four to six, uh, right here on Score and Air. Absolutely. CBJ cross check, right here on Score and Air from two to three. And keep an eye out for that XFL podcast. It's going to drop tomorrow. We yeah. we talked the XFL. Kyra Bailey, Cody Larson, and myself. So if you've and if Scott Cathers, Scott, Scott Casual Cathers, he was so casual I forgot he was in the room. Hmm. Man, big league. So, it was big league. A lot of stuff coming your way. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun week for us. It was big league. It was big league. Big league. Thanks for watching.